This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to Clued In with Lou Carbone, a thought-provoking opportunity to expand your perspectives and advance the impact you can make in the CX, EX, and patient experience space. Lou's undeniable combination of the depth of experience and knowledge in this space is unparalleled. As a driver inside organizations as well as consulting, Lou offers distinctive thought stimulation, is a dedicated mentor and teacher. Hello and welcome to this edition of Clued In with Lou Carbone. This is Lou Carbone and thank you so very much for spending time listening to Clued In. I hope you enjoy this episode, The Spirit of Volunteerism. As we approach Thanksgiving, I'm particularly moved by comments that were made by Professor Leonard Berry of Texas A&M in the study of the Mayo Clinic experience. In that experience, Len identified the idea of the spirit of volunteerism. And on this today's preceding Thanksgiving, I'm particularly thankful to all those people who make the difference in the experiences we have, in the spirit that they dedicate to making those experiences fulfilling, rewarding, emotionally satisfying. These are very special people. Now, this idea of the spirit of volunteerism, you know, we even see this idea portrayed in the Ritz-Carlton's thoughts around uh, the expression and the basic theme that they utilize, which is ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen. Now, what was so amazing is when you visit the Mayo Clinic, the impact, the compassion, the dedication of people throughout the city of Rochester and at the clinic is self-evident. It is palpable. Why is it so palpable? I've thought about that a great deal. I've wondered more and more about people who are willing to go above and beyond and give more of themselves and volunteer more of themselves to the service of others. And that is what volunteerism is. So recently, I have been able to research this idea of the spirit of volunteerism. There's a University of Pennsylvania professor, Adam Grant, who's conducted extensive research over the years looking at and trying to understand what is referred to as corporate volunteerism. And what he has done is actually described six basic principles that are the underpinning or the motivators that can influence an employee's willingness to go above and beyond to expend what he refers to as discretionary effort that will help raise the quality of the experiences that people have and move it to a much higher level. This whole idea of what constitutes 
being able to give above and beyond to really find fulfillment in wanting to give more. And that really moves us from the basic transactional nature of experiences to the creation of relationships, of experiences that are memorable, of experiences that are extraordinary. So when we look at this perspective, one of the first principles put forth in this area by Professor Grant is this idea of being pro-social. That in the means of providing customer support, customer service, customer experience, that we actually want to help delight and really create uh, the ability to feel as though we are serving other people. And this is basically a voluntary thought process, that it's autonomic and it's made by the person that is actually providing the service. This whole idea of wanting to help others, wanting to elevate what others experience is fundamental to this idea of being pro-social, helping other people. The second is the idea of belonging. And for employees to really build and have the opportunity to create relationships, and that these relationships exist not just with a uh, customer, but with co-workers, with partners, with stakeholders. It's the ability to have a sense of being a part of something greater. The third element is around self-enhancement. And that when we are able to volunteer, able to give more, we receive this feeling of a boost of self-esteem. When we volunteer to donate money to a charity, when we dedicate time to a charity, it helps us feel better about ourselves. And we also receive those compliments from our associates and our friends and the recognition that comes forth with that, that really reinforces this behavior of wanting to give over and above. The fourth is that of being somewhat self-protective. When we understand that we want to be consistent in helping move from what would be transactional relationships to actually making a difference and making a positive influence on the experience, we really have to look at what we are giving up of ourselves in doing that. This idea of being self-protective from this distraction, if you will, of taking attention from other aspects of other people's lives that aren't as positive or fulfilling and sharing that joy that we have. The idea of treating each customer as we view that positive impact that we make on the lives of the people that we interact with is essential. The fifth element that is pointed out by Professor Grant is the idea of developmental, developmental aspects. And that this idea of being developmental is 
that search to really look to increase the impact, the influence that we have in making other people feel confident, feel supported, feel the joy that comes when someone literally is genuinely and authentically committed to creating that bond, to creating that experience that is highly distinctive, highly differentiated. I'm sure that as you think about it, throughout your life, there have been those incidents where people have gone above and beyond that make those experiences extraordinarily memorable. One of the most vivid memories that I have of an experience like that was back a number of years ago, staying at a Hyatt Hotel. And at the Hyatt Hotels, there was a Regency Club. The Regency Club was uh, an area where you might pay an additional uh, surcharge to be able to go in for breakfast and have uh, hors d'oeuvres in the evening. Uh, or it might have come as a perk with your status in uh, the Hyatt Rewards Program. To this day, I still remember. I still remember the names of two individuals that were on the staff at the Hyatt decades ago. Michael and Troy. Michael worked as the concierge in the Regency Club. Our children at the time were probably ages six and nine. And we'd go to the Regency Club for breakfast. And while there for breakfast, Michael would treat the children royally, get them whatever they needed. If they wanted chocolate milk and there was just white milk, he would create chocolate milk for them. On one particular morning, he said to the children, come back just before lunch and I will show you how to and we'll open a coconut together. That was just one of the examples of things that he did with my children and provided uh, extra cookies for them at night that were sent up to the room. The other individual was a bellman who checked us in, who would swing by the pool almost every day. And as Troy would come by the pool, he literally would ask, are there any restaurants? How are you all doing? Is there anything else I can do for you? Troy almost became what was like a family member in terms of wanting to look out for the well-being with suggestions and things to do, and actually took us for a tour of the island. Neither of these people had those things written in their job description. They had that spirit of volunteerism that was fostered, that was encouraged by the management of that organization. Those experiences are so memorable that my children to this day still talk about those particular vacations. My children are in the top tiers of that particular hotel chain as a result of the memory and the imprinting of those particular experiences where these people exhibited that spirit of volunteerism. It is something that has to be recognized. It's something that needs to be fostered. It's something that we have to work at. And in this time that we're living in, during COVID, it is so easy 
to fall back into thinking of experiences, thinking about service as being transactional, as being functional. And as customers, what is the area that we focus on? Is it the transaction or are we also practicing that spirit of volunteerism, making it easier to create the experience and to help those employees foster moving from a particularly transactional feeling that we have in an experience that is cold, that is calculated, that is even manipulated in some ways. How do we move to these authentic literally unbelievable experiences when the spirit of volunteerism is present that makes them memorable, that makes a difference in our lives. How are you working within your organization to encourage, to foster, to build, to understand the value of that experience, the authenticity of it, and to ensure that that spirit of volunteerism exists. I'd like to recommend a book that I recently read that talks about not settling for the ordinary, but choosing the extraordinary. And that book is Delight Your Customers, Seven Simple Ways to Raise Customer Service from Ordinary to Extraordinary. It's written by Steve Curtin, and I highly recommend understanding the power of what Professor Adams talks about in this spirit of volunteerism. At this particular time, I want to offer a very special thank you to all of those, my friends, my business associates, those people I've interacted with at hotels, at restaurants, in companies all over the globe, who have expressed that spirit of volunteerism, who have educated me, supported me, and inspire me over the years. You know who you are, and from the bottom of my heart, I say thank you. Thank you so very much. I am forever grateful as I reflect on the spirit of thanksgiving. Thank you for your time today. May all your experiences be exceptional, memorable, and positive, and I wish you the very best always. This is Lou Carbone, and in that spirit of volunteerism, I say thank you and good day, and if I can ever be of assistance, please give me the opportunity. May you all go forth and enjoy receiving and delivering from our hearts and from this spirit of volunteering and going above and beyond and giving of ourselves. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for listening to Clued In with Lou Carbone. If the advancement of the practice of experience management is financial and emotional impact drives you, please reach out to Lou on LinkedIn or visit experienceengineering.com or email us at info at expeng.com. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.